Welcome to Monday Inspiration, ladies and gentlemen. I'm super excited to have you all here. Good, beautiful morning. I hope the weekend was amazing, as always, and productive. Now, as we begin this new week, my wish for you and the wish of the entire team is that you get better. Because it's a stone-cold fact that for things to get better, you have to get better. For things to change, you have to change. It all begins with you. You is an important aspect of the entire world. You matter, you are enough, and you can become whatever you desire to become. Even you believe in yourself, because I believe in you. I sure do believe in you. Now, um, just few days past, we had independence here in Nigeria. And independence, you know, was celebrated. Most people were complaining, what are we actually celebrating it for, you know? 60 years 60 years it's it's a long run and the thing is nigeria as a country we're still we're still in trouble let me use that word okay um when it comes to the movement that a country or the level that a country as as we are acclaimed to be the giant of africa the level we're supposed to be at mr mishak i see you welcome the level we're supposed to be at as a country, we are not there yet compared to other African countries that are fast rising. And uh, the problem is not that big. It's just a tiny issue called leadership. Leadership. Now, we've overlooked on how powerful leadership can be to drive and drive a nation to the desired destination it's supposed to be at. And we have leaders that are just leaders by title. They don't really know what it takes to lead. I'm not saying all the leaders are bad, but I'm saying the key persons that are supposed to take this country <clears throat> to a whole nother level are not doing what they're supposed to do. And I just, my, my wish still is you listening to me when you have the opportunity to lead, be it um, small scale, large scale, you inculcate the right skills, the right ethics, the right attributes a leader needs to have to bring growth to beat your organization or on the long run to the glory of this country at large. Because it's possible, it's possible that we have um, a, a country filled with peace, filled with love, filled with joy and harmony. It's very, very possible. Now, three things that drive an economy, if you're listening to me, three key things that drive an economy. The first is education. The second is employment. And the third is income. Now, if you don't have proper quality education, the kind of job you will get access to will actually affect the kind of income that you are able to create for yourself. And once your income is unable to match, that would affect, listen to me carefully, it would affect the kind of education your children will have, the kind of job your children will have, and the kind of income they will be able to make when it's their turn on the table. Once that happens, it will affect the kind of school their children go to, the kind of income the children will be making, and the kind of job the child will have. Now, when it comes to Nigeria as a country, our education is nothing to write home about. 
employment is nothing to write home about there are no jobs again there are no jobs anywhere income potential take a look at minimum wage and um, fast forward 10 years back we could actually make do with the minimum wage but as i'm talking to you the 30,000 Naira is not even a reasonable amount to do anything for an average Nigerian. We are barely surviving in this country. I'm not here to bash the nation. Nigeria is a blessed country. But uh, we just have, let's say, misplaced priorities. And that needs to be worked on. So, for things to change, change begins with you and me. Okay, it needs to start from us. If we are hoping that um, our leaders will get better, nah, mm -mm, no. It also it, it starts from you, it starts from me. And it's very important that we understand this and we know this and we begin to apply the key things that will drive all of us down to having a very fantastic economy and an amazing country on the long run. Because it is possible, it is possible that Nigeria uh, maintains her image as the giant of Africa, as the fastest growing economy in Africa, and the world best or world class country. It is possible. We have one of the best hands when it comes to productivity overseas. We are unique. There's no country you will go to and when you mention that you're a Nigerian, there's, there's this sense of, you know, respect they give to you because they know what we have inside. We are not normal. We are extraordinary. But some people have decided to tarnish our image. And we are going to change that. I assure you, we're working on it. We're going to change it. But I need you to work with me towards that. Very important. Now, when it comes to leadership... One key thing that drives leadership is vision. If you are a leader listening to me and you don't have vision, um, when it comes to your business, when it comes to uh, your job place, uh, when it comes to even your family per se, if you don't have a vision of where you picture the body you are driving to be at, then there's nothing. Nothing is going to happen. Because if it's going to be, it's up to you. And if the head cannot envision the body being at the destination, nothing will happen. It's so very impossible for anything to happen. So every leader needs to have vision. The, the issue with Nigeria is that our leaders don't have vision for the country. They do not have vision for this country. Take, take an example of Dubai. The leaders in Dubai, they have they, they are visionaries. They are looking a um, hundred years ahead of time, two hundred years ahead of time. They are not thinking of themselves. Permit me say, um, most of our leaders are selfish. They are self-centered. And I'll get to that. I'll get to that and break it down so you understand where I'm coming from. It's it's painful to see that other countries are moving ahead, one step ahead. Why Nigeria is taking 10 steps backward. It's not, to be, it's not supposed to be so. I am hot because I know we can do better. I know it's possible we can do better. I don't know who's listening to me, but I know you listening to me. It is possible that you can do better. It is possible that we can change this country all over again. Yes, it is. Now, there are two types of people in this world. Two types. 
and they have this mindset. The first people, their mindset is all about I, I, I. Me, myself, and I. They are self-centered. They want to do everything themselves. And trust me, these kind of people, they never go far. You start up a business, you're thinking about just yourself. Anything you do is about yourself. You want to engage in a task, it's about yourself. At the workplace, it's about yourself. You have an idea that you know this idea will change life. It's just you. You're keeping it to yourself. How do you intend to grow at that level? It is not possible. Nobody has succeeded in this life alone. Partnership is what drives whatever venture you're diving into. Whatever idea. You cannot become successful alone. Even the Bible made it clear that service to humanity leads to greatness. The other type of people are the people um, in the we category. They understand that I am important. You are important. You have something I lack. Let's work together and achieve this. And that is why I see most relationships are thriving. Because the other half understands that I am incomplete and you complete me. Let's work together. Most people are in a relationship. And all they think about is that me, I am perfect. And you are imperfect. So you are the issue. The relationship will never work. It is in your vulnerability that you find beauty and you find strength and everything moves in order. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to me, no successful business has ever come to the limelight, okay, with the head doing it alone. There are two types of head, okay? There's a CEO, Chief Executive Officer, and there's a CVO, Chief Visionary Officer. If you're on Instagram claiming to be CEO, fantastic. But understand this, as a CEO, all you do is manage, manage, manage. You're managing affairs, managing affairs. But if you want to scale that business, you really want to scale that business, you need to become a chief visionary officer. Because it is that vision that will drive the business. It is that vision that will drive um, your workplace. It's that vision that will drive your organization. It's that vision that will drive your platform. If you don't have vision, let me advise you. Look for somebody that has vision. Okay? Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Look for somebody that has vision. Okay? And support the person and grow. Because the success of that person will rub up of you. Okay? If you're listening to me, you cannot achieve success alone. Nobody has ever done that. Check the list of the top 100 people on Forbes list. It's either they are in partnership or the partnership with other individuals or partnership with family, partnership with friends. Nobody gets to the top alone. If you are taking note, it is impossible for you to get to the top alone. Even Jesus, okay, even Jesus himself had 12 disciples. He did not handle ministry alone. Because guess what? If you are doing it alone, you burn out. You burn out. But when you have a team and the team is motivating you, pushing you to become more, you are lacking here, another person balance it up, you people move together as a body, you are unstoppable. But if you decide to do it alone, you know this already. Anything I say in Monday Inspiration, you already know it. 
but most of you will still come back to listen to me and you won't take action you've been doing it alone for 10 years for five years for 15 years for 35 years no results i'll suggest okay i'll suggest you humble yourself and you begin to ask questions you begin to talk to people that are professionals people that you know would actually drive whatever you are doing within a short period of time and bringing the results you need stop doing it alone nobody gets to the top alone dream work makes the team uh, teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> pardon me if you're listening to me teamwork makes the dream work if you want to go fast okay if you want to go fast in life you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far if you want to go far if you want to be the individual that creates a legacy a generational wealth a generational business a legacy wealth a legacy business something that stands the test of time something that um a hundred years from now people would sit back and say because of the decision a group of people made we are here we are here today and they acknowledge you because you took a bold stand you were not selfish you were not selfish then i advise that you learn to have the we mindset let us reason together even god himself said let us make man let us father son and holy spirit he did not do it alone why are you who was made in his own image and likeness you are doing it alone why you know there are principles to this there are principles to this it's 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 beyond the physical when you apply those principles it works for you there is no idea you're thinking about in life that hasn't been thought of before okay somebody has the blueprint it's up to you to just say okay this is the blueprint i want to run with the blueprint the era of hard work has passed covid 19 is a wake-up call this is the era for smart work those that are smart are making waves if you decide to work hard it's going to take you a long time and sincerely i sympathize with you if you that's the decision you want to make i sympathize with you now i'm not here to pamper anybody no i'm here to tell you this is what's working if you decide to do it fine if you don't fine the whole idea of Monday inspiration is that I press a button. For some people, it gives them joy. For some people, it pisses them off. But mind you, Monday inspiration is not meant for everybody. Not everybody wants to change. Everybody, some, some are okay the way they are. But if you desire to change, not just change that would affect you, but change that would affect your family, affect your environment, affect the nation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad to have you here with me. Now, bringing up our special guest, okay? Um, our special guest is by name Mr. Mishak Idoko, uh, a young entrepreneur, a young leader, uh, somebody that I'm proud of to have as a friend, somebody that's a visionary. I just, you know, let me not say much. Let me just bring him on board because he is he is a whole lot. He's a full book. He's a whole, he's a powerhouse. Um, ladies and gentlemen, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Mr. Misha, can you hear me? If you are, if you are here. Yes, I can hear you. 
Okay, beautiful. So you're loud and clear. I am so excited to have you here. Um, you know, it wasn't easy just getting you here. I know how busy you are, your engagement and everything, but I appreciate you for being with us today. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay. So, um, let's, let's get to it. I know how engaged you are. So um, tell us about yourself. Who is Mr. Mishak Idoko? Okay. Um, Mishak Idoko is a young man, <laughs> a lover of God and a lover of people. By the grace of God, God has um, given me a vision of which I am running with to make other people friends of God. That is my number one vision. And I do that through the writing of books, through public talk, through teachings and preaching. And also, God has also made me uh, entrepreneur recently, or will I say, I have started the entrepreneurship for some years back, but it became more real recently to me. I accepted that calling. <laughs> I accepted wow. that calling recently. Yeah. And um, basically, I have been reaching out to people through blog, through YouTube, and through Facebook, doing the little that I can. So that's 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 amazing. Um, knowing knowing how far you've come, I I must commend you, and I'm super proud of Thank you. To be honest, the level you are at, and and you know, you know, you're just getting started. <laughs> there's there's yeah. there's there's whole thousand of steps to get to, but at this level, I'm super proud of you. Now, uh, please share yeah. with us how living in the barracks actually impacted you, and you know made you the person you are today, like molded you to becoming who you are today? Okay, living in the barrack, I count it as a privilege. And um, I always rejoice that I am a barrack boy. And I'm proud of that. I'm very, very much proud of that because the barrack has shaped me academically. It has shaped me spiritually. It has shaped me morally. Who I am today, the foundation all started from the barrack. And um, that's why I'm very much proud that I am from the barrack. It's quite a lot. Discipline, the moral life, the togetherness, because in the barrack, we are all together. It's just like a community. Even now yeah. that I'm not really in the barrack, now that I'm not really in the barrack, I still miss the life because the barrack is like a family. <laughs> It's like a family where everyone accepts each other, regardless of their background, regardless of their tribe, regardless of where they are coming from. But in the barracks, we just connect with each other, even when sometimes there will be conflict. But even after the conflict, you still see this togetherness. And you still see this reconciliation. You understand? So it has been an interesting time being in the barrack. And um, I would say the barrack laid a solid foundation of who I am today, and I'm very proud to say that. Okay, okay. that's that's good. Um, the barrack indeed is a blessing. It's a blessing. It's, just, it's a place to be. The experience itself, it's amazing. You not only get to learn from your within cycle, you have everybody at his own uh, or as at his or her own field, and you're learning from them. 
So it's right. something that um, you can't really pay for it. You can't pay for it. I'm telling you. So thank you That's for sharing right. that. As a youth thank leader, you. what, what's your true definition of leadership? Okay. Leadership. Leadership is quite simple. Leadership, to me, I believe leadership is the capacity to influence. That is just my simple, simple definition of leadership, the capacity to influence. And this could be by inspiration, motivated by um, your vision and your passion. Okay, okay beautiful. Yes, uh, that, that sounds like a pinch of John C. Maxwell. Am I right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And also, he's an amazing man. He's an amazing man. A, a source that we all draw from. So now, um, right. people say um, true leaders are entrepreneurs, um, which I believe is true. Okay, but what's your true definition? What's your definition of entrepreneurship? Okay, I would define entrepreneurship simply the um, finding a need. Finding a need and filling it is entrepreneurship. Finding a need in the society, finding a need in the country, finding a need in the world and filling it. And this need that you're offering becomes a value to people that would definitely be rewarded. So that is entrepreneurship to me. Excellent. Excellent. Now with your definition, um, I, I feel it's only right to say that for a country like Nigeria to change, we need more entrepreneurs than more employees. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. You're very correct in that. Now, what was your first leadership position you held? Okay. My first leadership position, I will trace it back to when I was in primary school. Being a classwork, I think that will be my first leadership position. <laughs> Okay. Um, how how were you able to control the class? Because trust me, even with most class service that they are usually small, and we have the big boys exactly. in the class, so it's not easy. Exactly. <laughs> you sometimes. Exactly, you're very correct. And you know the funny thing, I happen to be the smallest in the class, and I was the I was the class rep. And you know the intimidation sometimes when you, especially when it comes to writing list of noisemakers, and you will have to write those big guys in the class. They are the one that will disturb the most, and you will have to write their name. And guess what? After writing their name, get ready for closing R. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, once 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 it is closing, I'll be the first person to leave the class. I would run. Because I don't want any issue with anybody. <laughs> I don't want any issue with anybody. So immediately the school is closed, I run away because I don't want any issue. But you know one thing that helped me, one thing that helped me is because the school was an army school, so I didn't have too much confrontation because it's quite easy. If anybody threatened me, I report to the soldier man in charge of the school and everything is dealt with. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. So, so, but all the way, it was good. It was a nice experience because along the line, we begin to get along with each other. You understand? We begin to get along with each other. 
And um, I wasn't just writing names because I wanted to write names. After a while, we begin to understand each other. And um, it was a lovely experience based on the fact that as a leader, you are carrying everybody along and you are giving people, you're meeting to their needs. And it was quite interesting. Okay, that's, that's beautiful. Um, now, as a leader, what can you do to actually motivate your team to get to the level you want them to get to or perform a specific task? Okay. To motivate your team, I would say number one is passion. As a leader, if you're not passionate, there is no way you can motivate your team. Because your team are looking up to you as a leader. And if they are not seeing passion in you, they will not be motivated to take action. Because it is your passion as a leader that will drive you. It is your passion that will keep you consistent in what you are doing. It is your passion that would help you to set the pace for other um, team members. So if there is no passion in the place in, or in the side of the leader, I don't think the, the team members will be inspired to take action and they would not be motivated to do anything. So leadership is all centered in passion because it takes passion to achieve your goal. It takes passion to achieve that purpose that you are aiming at. Beautiful, beautiful. Like, like well said, let, just give me a moment. Let me, let me clap, let me clap, let me clap, let me clap. I, 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 I. <laughs> That was that was delivered nicely. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Now, how would you describe your leadership style? My leadership style. Okay. Um, I would say I'm much of a coach. I'm much of a coach and a transformational leader. What I mean by that is I emphasize more on my team members' personal development. Because I believe by raising them, making them leaders, by transforming them from followers into leaders, we become more effective. I sure. try my possible best to ensure that all my team members or people I lead are being coached into becoming better, becoming better version of themselves and becoming even more leaders, becoming leaders in their various um, position or category in that team because okay. everything rises and falls on leadership. So when we increase our leadership, our leadership skill will become more effective. So I transform my followers into becoming leaders. So I don't just see them as followers, but I see them more like leaders as I am too. Okay, okay. So I love that because you like you like you have a vision for them, you have the vision already for them to become a better version of themselves, and you see them there already. So you having that belief and transferring that belief to them makes them get into that mood and try to get up to that level, which is possible. And you mentioned skills. Um, John C. Maxwell mentioned the law of the lead, where he said you can't go above a certain level. So for the team to get better, to get up to that level, you have to have gone past that level. So that's, that's yes, amazing. Sir. Now, what skills, because I, I take leadership as a profession. 
It's something you have to okay. take your time to study. You cannot just wake up and say you are a leader. No, you have to practice. You have to review, plan, do, take action, come back again. It's 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 like a lifestyle, it's like a lifestyle. So, yes, what skills do you feel are very essential for a leader to have? Okay. Um, the number one skill I will mention would be communication. Communication. Communication is very, very important. As a leader, you must have this communication skill, or let me call it interpersonal, interpersonal relationship with your team members. It's very, very important. The reason why many organizations fail today is because there is no proper means of communication between the leaders and the followers, between the management and the lead. You understand? Many people as, um, as leaders, they don't know how to relate with their team members. They don't um, give their team members free hearing. They don't allow their team members to um, speak out their mind. And as a good leader, there's something that is very, very important that I have learned. All leaders need to learn to shut up and listen. That's very important. All leaders need to learn to shut up and listen. You will never know what is going wrong in your team until you listen to their need, until you listen to their heart, until you listen to their emotions, until you listen to their actions. By so doing, you would know how to devise means to meet up to those needs. So the skills that every leader needs to have, interpersonal skills, communication skills, the listening skills, every leader needs to learn to listen. Every leader needs to learn to listen. So I think these are some of the basic skills that leaders need to have for proper leadership. Um, talking about all the skills you spoke about, amazing. Talking about the shut up part, shut up. I, I see, I was having issues with that. Like, you know, um, you, you just want to be in it. Take action, take action. Well, I, I had to learn the hard way and get to a point where I just say, no, see, the, the main thing is when you decide to just say, okay, I'm at fault as a leader, and you humble yourself and, you know, look back to your followers, how can we work this out together? And it's a, see, it's a hard phase for leaders to actually accept. But once you do that, both level just explodes. So I have to just say, okay, let's, let's do this together. I am very sorry. How can I start well? And fast forward things, things fell in place. So that is amazing. Now, John C. Maxwell, and uh, today is just John C. Let, let me say it's his day. <laughs> me, you, we are John C. Maxwell, so it's his day. Now, he said something. Good leaders ask great questions. That's true. I think that he said questions like, who do you know that you think I should know? So this mm -hmm. is where me, I'm asking you. Who are your five mentors that you you can recommend to all the listeners? So five key mentors. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Five key mentors that have really impacted my life. We have talked about John C. Maxwell. <laughs> you called it his day today. So, <laughs> so let me mention him as number one. John C. Maxwell, I've really 
been an inspiration. I have read um, some of his books on leadership and those books have really impacted my life when it comes to leadership. And another man, another leader, a great leader that I admire so much and I love to be like is a man after my own heart. He is late, but he's very much alive in my heart. And that is my Smoron. My Smoron is a man I listen to. Is <laughs> a man I listen to, the man I cherish, is a man that I always want to hear and I always want to see. And I have learned quite a lot from him. And another person that I have learned from a mentor and a father, a spiritual father to me, is um, Kenneth E. Hagen. He has been a mentor to me spiritually. And um, I have learned quite a lot from um, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn has been my personal coach. <laughs> Yeah, he has yeah. been my personal coach. <laughs> yeah, he has been my personal development coach, and uh, he has challenged me a lot into personal development. He has challenged me a lot into personal development, and um, let me also not fail to mention another man I respect so much who has built my faith. That is Archbishop Benson Idahosa is a very strong leader in the <laughs> Idahosa shaped the world, he shaped Nigeria when he was alive, yeah. and he did a lot of things that um, that up to now has not been replaced. His place, and you see, when you sit down, you'll be like, Can anybody be like this man? Like, <laughs> he has been a challenge, he has been a challenge to us that are living. He has been a challenge, and I have learned quite a lot from him in regards to faith, standing my ground spiritually, facing the devil head on, facing challenges head on, and overcoming. <laughs> and uh, I have learned, I have learned a lot from uh, Eric Warren. I will not fail to mention Eric Warren because, like I said, I have, <laughs> like I said, I am. Um, um, will I say I have recently entered the field of entrepreneurship, most yes. especially in network marketing. Network marketing and Eric Warren has been a mentor that has laid a solid foundation for me when it comes to network marketing. And someone that I've been working one-on-one -on -one with that have been developing me also is Matt Morris. So I'm going to stop here. I'm one of the leaders. I'm one of the mentors <laughs> that have developed me. <laughs> So those are some of the few persons that um, have really inspired my life and they have added so much more to who I am today. Um, you know, it's, it, bring, it brings joy to the heart of me per se. Um, to see that you know we have people out there that are making waves they are going the extra mile are taking that boat step because you understand and you know for things to change mr misha has to change and that's beautiful now when it comes to our beautiful country nigeria what do you feel are the major issues we are facing as a country and how can we tackle it 
Okay. At the beginning of the um, video, I I was listening to what you said, and I must confess that these are the truth. Everything you have said is truth. I have noticed that um, we have shifted our attention from the common good to the personal good. Hope you get my point. I get you. Yes, sir. We have shifted our attention. Most times, when we are privileged to come into certain positions, when we are privileged to take certain roles, we no longer seek the common good. But what we seek after is for our personal good. We want to satisfy our own personal need. We want to satisfy our family need. We want to see how we can take advantage of the position that we are in to better our own life and our family. And that has been a challenge. That has been an issue in our country. That today, when we see our leaders, when they come to position, when they are campaigning, when they are doing all those things, they will all say people vote for them. But when they come into office, they now shift from everything that they have said and they begin to now take um, advantage of the position they are in to better themselves, to upgrade their um, financial status, to upgrade their um, standard of living, upgrade their family, and develop everything that has to do with them and forget about the common good. And then that has to do also with um, management. Management is very, very key when it comes to development. I have realized that we have poor management. We mismanage our resources in this country. And you know, greed is a misappropriation of resources to personal, um, to ourselves. And that, is how, that has to do with mismanagement. We have things, we have resources in this country, but we don't manage. And you know one thing about uh, resources, one thing about wealth, one thing about success is that when there is no proper management, the, the resources are bound to deteriorate and they will not be better used. They will not be better used. And there is a way God has made the whole world. You know, God didn't cause, when you go back to Genesis, God didn't make the, um, when you go back to Genesis chapter 2, the Bible said, now there was no water, there was no plants, because there had not been any man to walk on the ground. That was because there was no manager, there was no manager. Because God created the man and he placed him in the Garden of Eden. He placed him there to take care, to manage, to walk, to walk the ground, to walk, to take care of it. You understand? So when there is no proper management, when there is nobody to manage, there will be an issue. And that is the issue we are facing in our country because there is poor management. When we have public things, our public um, resources, we, um, we misuse it because we feel it is not ours. You understand? We feel, uh, is it not the government property? Let's use it anyhow. You understand? We use things anyhow. We, we um, mishandle our public um, properties because it is not really our personal thing. And that is some of the things that have um, brought us so low to the state that we are in, in Nigeria. So two things I must say is selfishness and mismanagement. Selfishness and mismanagement. 
Okay, thank you. Um, all on point, all on point. Nothing, nothing but the truth, and that's just it. So, um, the earlier um, we as individuals start taking responsibilities and saying for things to happen better, it's it's my obligation, and I'll take charge rather than wait for the president. I'll handle it. Then things will get better. Okay. We have some of the most wealthiest people on earth in this country, yet the country is the way it is. And we're doing like the best thing is that we tell ourselves that me, you, we're doing a good job. We're on the right track. And the goal is to keep being on this track and make massive and effective change. So I commend you. Just do I wake up every morning and I commend myself. Because you have to value yourself and give yourself this self love and it's very important. That's it. And now, um, yeah, my coach will always tell me that the okay. best. Yeah, I said my coach will always tell me that the best gift you can give to your world is becoming a better version of yourself. And when everybody goes into developing themselves, we become better and our world become better also. Uh, now, I know you gave us your mentors. You recommended your mentors for us, amazing persons. Can you do us a favor and just recommend three books? Three books that has actually shaped your life. Three books. Okay, three books that have actually shaped my life. The Spirit of Leadership by Miles Moron, that is number one. Um, secondly, Leadership 101, What Every Leader Needs to Know by John C. Maxwell. Yes, and um, thirdly, I will recommend The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. I will recommend that book because as a leader without purpose, <laughs> you are going nowhere. You are you become a leader first of all when you discover your purpose, when you discover who you are. <laughs> so if you don't know who you are, then there will be an issue for you to even lead other people. Because John C. Maxwell said, you first of all lead yourself before you start leading others. <laughs> so those are the three books I will recommend. Now, uh... Thank you, thank you so very much for sharing. Uh, we sincerely appreciate you so much. Now, at this point, I want you to just give all our listeners a word of advice. Everybody that's listening, uh, we don't know who's listening at the moment, but we know a whole lot of people are listening. So, from all walks of life, please share some words of wisdom with us. Okay, um, this is Monday Inspiration. Let me inspire all our listeners, all our viewers listening. It is said that success does not bring happiness, but happiness is what brings about success. Whatever you find doing, whatever you do, ensure that you enjoy everything you do. If you know that what you are doing, you don't find enjoyment in it, leave it. Go for what you enjoy. That is where you will find ultimate satisfaction. That is where you will find fulfillment. So go for what you enjoy. Go for what you feel good about. Go for what you are passionate about. Because we said that leadership centers around influencing others. 
And if you must influence others, you must be passionate about your vision. You must be passionate about where you want to go to. So let us become happy in what we do. Let us be passionate, and then we will achieve good success in whatever we do. Thank you very much, Mr. Mishak. Thank you. That was, that was amazing. Well said. Now, what can we get into you? Okay. You can connect with me um, on Facebook. I'm always on Facebook at uh, Mishak Idoko, friend of the bridegroom. And you can always send me a mail at um, idoko underscore mishak at yahoo.com. And I will always reply every mail i see every mail i always go through my mail every day to reply each of my mail so those two channels are channels that i'm always connected on to reach out and also to connect with others thank you thank you very much for your time thank you for being here with us and honoring this invitation uh we sincerely appreciate individual as yourself are the reason why we do this to show everybody out there that there actually is a better way people are striving towards that path and it is possible to achieve their dreams now as always we move each one of our listeners to better states where they get to see that for things for things to change they decide the future they want for them and you are doing excellently well on that level and we sincerely commend you for that now if you are watching us don't forget to i'm honored don't forget to like this page and turn on post notification if you are with us on youtube hit the subscribe button as well as turn on post notification and share this post to inspire a whole lot of people so um it's monday monday inspiration um, we'll be meeting same time next week, Mr. Mishak. Thank you so very much for your time. Um, we'll thank you very much. Have a productive week. Thank you. Bye for now. Okay, bye. bye.